Do you like anything else by her? Catherine Pureta? That's her name? I've never heard that name in my whole life. No? Okay. We just call her Gatita, bro. <laughs> <laughs> are you a gatita? Yes. Period. <laughs> what makes you a gatita? Well, I have three cats, so. <gasps> She's a cat girl. I love that. I love so, that. <laughs> we have a new voice. Um, let me introduce our really beautiful special guest. She's a good friend of mine, Allie. She's an environmental science major, a dance instructor at, at Phoenix Pole Studio, and she has three cats, as just mentioned, and an Australian <laughs> shepherd that she loves dearly. To me, she is a sexy fucking Latina that is unapologetically herself. I really love the space that you've created. I think you're inspirational. We've had a few talks, um, just kind of like your background and like your ideas and how like you view relationships and stuff. And I think like, one, you're younger than me. You're 23. <laughs> so that definitely got my attention because like your ideas were eye-opening to me. Like they made me question a lot about me too. So I really wanted to have you in this space. Thank you so much for taking the time. And this is Brenda, by the way, y'all. So. I was gonna say, yeah. well, should we introduce ourselves first before we introduce our guest? Right. Hi, back. Come back to my podcast. <laughs> uh, my name's Christina. I literally just well, welcome back to the sexiest smart podcast. This is where we were starting from. Um, we decided to bring a guest on today. <laughs> but hi, welcome. Thank How are you? you guys? Thank you for being here. Right. We really, really Thank appreciate you so it. Much. Thank you. I, she came from analysis. I am. I can't believe that. I'm gonna give you gas money. I feel like I owe you gas money. <laughs> is this your first podcast yes oh my god welcome <gasps> that's exciting this is exciting this is also your favorite podcast in the dmv yes, <laughs> yes. and <laughs> she didn't mention that well we well we you completely <laughs> <laughs> just decided to take like the wheel on that i didn't get my what AKAs. Are your AKAs i was gonna ask you what are nope. your aka's no it feels <laughs> off it feels off now now i can't even think about them chingale go back what were you saying you're an aerialist yes how long have you been an aerialist I've been doing pole for two years now. You guys came from the same studio? No. 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 Do you, do you want to? We met in, at an open gym. So pretty much you just go in there to practice what you're working on. And it was just me and Brenda. Mm -hmm. And I felt like super shy. I didn't know what she'd be like because, I don't know, there's very... Yes. What was your first impression of Brenda? Like, for, like you were watching her from afar, right? You were like, "Is that like you're like, is that the most cockiest person I've seen in my life?" Or were you like, <gasps> "She's such an asshole." <laughs> like, what did you, what, she's such a fucking asshole. <laughs> or were you like, "She looks cochina." Like, what, tell, me, tell me, which one was it? <laughs> the lights like, were low key really dimmed, <laughs> so she didn't really get like a full. Or was it like <laughs> lit up full under like side of me? It or was, were you like something smells like basura and I don't know where it's coming from? <laughs> oh, it's that girl over there. Which one was it? None of the above. Oh, okay, okay, Ma, okay. She's such a bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna cut your mic off right now. <laughs> no, um, I saw her and she was doing shit that I could only dream of doing on the. Oh pole. my god! Shut up! No, dead ass. Like, you were just so inspiring. <laughs> what was she doing? I, I Flipping don't around. Know, splits on the pole. Like. Oh, splits on. You were like at one day. One yes. day. Okay. Yes. So who talked to who? I think we just started talking because we were the only ones in open. Okay. Um, and mm -hmm. I definitely did not think you were Latina on like first glance. And then we started talking and she was like, oh, I'm like from El Salvador. And I mean, <gasps> like, you know, whenever I like see another Latina, especially that does pole. Right. We're so rare. I was immediately like, oh, hi. <laughs> like, you know, like, I don't. Uh, but yeah. So, but what is, it was just us two in that session. And I think you had heard that there was a new studio and you wanted to see it and stuff. So yeah. that was kind of more of like the idea. But then after that, you'd invited me to do pull outside in like Manassas Park um, with like another like bunch of other women from her studio. And it was like, it was so nice. I, I think I told you about it, remember? Mm -hmm. um, and like just feeling in that community, like I didn't even know there was a big community of pole here at all. Really? Yeah, I really didn't. Because when I had just gone back, um, I was like, okay, let me see what studio I can even find to. But I didn't realize, like, all the women kind of, like, circulate within studios. And everyone kind of knows, like, who's into pole and stuff. And, like, it's really supportive. Like, it's it's oh, it's definitely been one of my favorite things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I did want to kind of change um, topics a little bit. Uh, you're married. Yes. How long have you been married? I've been married four years now. I got married at 19. Oh. Oh my gosh. 
yeah. both of us are like, oh my god, I know, right? Because congratulations, we, that's beautiful. You really found your partner. I did. Yes. Yeah. How did so? How we was the, the wedding? We want the love story. I want it, but I want it from the principio. Like, how did you guys meet? Okay. Uh-huh. Um. So we met when we were both twelve years old. Um, oh my god. We met. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, so it's over for you guys because you guys didn't meet your partner at twelve right? years old. No. Oh, you didn't meet your soulmate at twelve. This was in the You're playground. Fuck. Like, yeah. No. She's. He was like. She was playing on the monkey bars. He came by. That's crazy. And they both said, "You are it." So yeah. like, <laughs> no. So <laughs> we met in orchestra class, and <gasps> orchestra. He had the biggest crush on me. I Period. Nothing <laughs> to do with him. Like, yeah. Um. So we remained best friends for like several years. You put him in the friend zone. For sure. For yeah. sure. You were like, calmate. Like, yeah. Tranquilo. And he was okay with that? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, as long as I'm by you. Literally. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> oh, I love that. And we like went on to date other people. I was in a really bad, unhealthy relationship for like four years when I was a teenager. Like, I regret that so much. I wish I was just single. And This was during high school? Yeah. I wish I oh. just was a child, you know? Mm. But... We got out of that, and him and I started dating, but we didn't mean to date. Um, I was really going through it after that breakup, and he messaged me, and he was like, how are you doing? Like, I need to know you're okay. He knew that you had broken up, or he had just, like, instinctively reached out? Um, he had known. So you guys, oh, okay. Were you guys still, like, friends through the relationship? So things were a little bit messy in the beginning. Mm. Um so oh i'm remembering now sorry no, but, <laughs> it's been a while mommy yeah yes, like a long yeah. time mm-hmm. um so yeah we were just friends in high school and then um senior year uh i went to one of his football games i would never go to a football game <laughs> that's not my scene gross <laughs> she's like it was disgusting <laughs> american football gross and then school um, spirit fuck that like <laughs> I'm gonna go dance over here. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, literally. Um, and they won. They won. His team won. Um, <laughs> you mean your team? <laughs> they would never win. Usually. <laughs> so, um, they won, and I don't know what was in me, but I was like, I'm gonna kiss him. Period. <laughs> like I'm just gonna kiss him. It was a smell of a winner. <laughs> like, that's it. They just got you horny. Like. <laughs> so the football game ends and i kiss him and of course everyone's watching he's like mind blown it's a moment (laughs) yeah oh my god it's like the cinderella story pretty much from like (gasps) like, like, literally the rain comes down he comes up to the bleachers and you were like kiss me that's probably where it came from oh my (laughs) she was the inspiration (laughs) that was why i inspired you hillary dove yeah yeah yeah. that's so cute oh my god and so then you guys were like you knew at that moment then that you were like this is this is my man or you were like i'm just gonna do this just to see what happens the first the okay. last one I the mean. last one the latter um and we started dating um kind of but then we broke up really suddenly um i was super religious at the time um which religion christianity okay. and he had gone to a haunted house with his friends and for me, that was like, no, you don't do that in our religion. Like, really? Yeah. Like a haunted house, just because it's like it was an demonic. Yes, mm. exactly. And I was like, you're not like, you know, respecting me. Mm-hmm. Did you think it was like disrespectful for you? Yes. And I'm a huge respect person, so I broke up with him over text, um, <gasps> and then I started dating my ex, like. The, right the toxic after. one. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Oh, no. So I went back to him, and then, like I told you, once that chapter closed, um, him and I, David, my partner, him and I, we were not talking. Um, yeah. And was okay. he religious? Yeah. Was he, like, going to, like, the same church as you? No. So we're going to get into this, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he grew up in a Spanish cult. Wait, oh. what do you mean? a cult okay but you gotta be, so spanish is kind of broad like and like salvador like what the like what they're mm. all over latin america they're called la luz del mundo 
LLDM? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of them. You have? LLDM? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. You're one of the first people I've heard who's heard of them. I've I've gone into, like, the dark web. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) She's also lived in Colombia. No, 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 no. No, I've just, um, yes, I've heard in Colombia cults, and I think I've heard of, like, La Luz came up one time. Oh, wow. I've never heard of it. But please explain. Please explain. Okay, so... He One more time. What was the name of it? La Luz del Mundo. La Luz del Mundo. That's mm-hmm. kind of scary. That right? does sound. Right? That sounds haunting. The world. Yeah. Yeah. No. Anyways, um, he grew up in it. His parents came here from Costa Rica, um, and they were saved and housed by people from this church. Mm. So when they came, mm-hmm. when they came here, so they felt very connected to the church. Yeah. Um, the women have to wear skirts down to their ankles. You can't wear makeup. You can't wear tattoos. The men and the women are separated during church. Um, oh, wow. Basically, they believe that an apostle was sent down. Um, I don't, I think his name is Joaquin. They believe that he's like Jesus, yeah. essentially, mm-hmm. and they worship him. Um Sorry, I have another question. No, no, no. So you in like Mormonism, they have like John Smith, I think, or John something, but that's their apostle, right? Where oh. he was walking and he found like golden tablets, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. that's how he started the church. No, literally. Is it's that like kind like of like that. the same thing with Joaquin? Yes, <laughs> yes. He like, like God came to him with a vision. <laughs> this pause i hope you can see it like audibly <laughs> she literally just like gave me the look like you can't believe this shit. <laughs> yeah. so he had a vision yes from god um that he was supposed to start this church so that- did marilyn manson but you know anyways keep going <gasps> you're right yeah yeah cults are crazy uh-huh but then um you know they have followers in mexico todo like everywhere everywhere That's in costa rica crazy everywhere in manassas manassas california she's like springfield she's like your neighbor <laughs> it's literally they, they, oh my god dc dc yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe it. oh yeah so then they were housing uh your partner's grandparents his no, parents. Parents. His parents okay okay i have a question i have a question mm-hmm. how did they find do you know how they found because obviously with colts a lot of like known things is that they target vulnerable people obviously do you know how they found your his parents like how like they got connected i just know that i don't think they came here legally so Mm. they needed someone yep there it is no but that's literally what cults do you know they'll target you know people that you know are in a vulnerable situation that are emotionally vulnerable financially vulnerable like any type of space and be like i will give you exactly what you need right now but also remember that you're only getting this because of whatever they're worshiping Yes. You know, it's really manipulative. And it worked. It, it worked. Oh, so he was raised in all of that. Can mm-hmm. we jump ahead? Yeah. So then, is he still in this? No. Que paso? Okay, okay, okay. Because like, okay. also leaving that situation has Ooh. to be so, like, that is, that has to be so hard. Like, it really yeah. was. Um, so, basically, when him and I started dating, I guess I'll jump around the timeline. Um, I met his mother while we were having sex in the house. Oh, period. She, <laughs> she's like, this is the loose you were talking about. <laughs> no, chill, chill. They're coming after me. They're, They're going to come, come after you. Oh, God. We're going to get, get threats. <laughs> <laughs> no, we stopped. Like, that my titties been, like, were out. Second, <laughs> I was like, Suegra, give me two minutes. No. I'm almost there. Like, it's terrible. <laughs> terrible. It was mortifying. <laughs> She's this religious woman. And then I don't know what changed. Like, David was realizing he didn't want to be in the church anymore at the same exact time as we were dating. So it was it was a lot. It was a really rough time for him. Is he at this point? 17 or 18. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, like, insane to me. Like, to be able to, like, come to that reflection to be like, I don't want to be a part of this cult anymore. I literally grew up in, and that's all I know. Because I've seen, especially, like, you know, being Lati- being Latina, um, religion is such a, like, kind of really embedded and just culturally and everything. And, like, even, like, the value of you as a person. So it's, like, insane to me that your partner was able to, like, take that step solito, you know, and be like, this isn't, 
something that I want anymore. Was he able to like talk to his parents about it or? No, we were concerned he was going to get kicked out for a long time. Um, people who leave this church, their families don't talk to them. Yeah, it's um, they again. like it's a form of afterwards. It's just complete. Um, what's it called? There's a technical term for it, but it's like neglect, but also like sh- oh shunning. I I heard from like Mormonism, parents can't talk to kids after that. There has to be absolutely no communication. Yes, is that the same thing? Yes, <gasps> absolutely. That is so scary. At that point, it's like I like don't believe in any any of this, but I want to still talk to my mom. You know, like that. The, that's that's. Damn, that's. Heavy. I'm also not saying Mormonism is a cult, um, but um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. And, but the point is, yeah. So I have. A, so when you met him, mm-hmm. did you ever meet him when he was like? S- what was he telling you that he was like? I, I this is why I want to leave. Like, what was his reasoning too? So he would still go to church with me, and mm-hmm. I in was your church, Christian. Oh, okay, yeah. got it. And he was like, "Y'all don't like sacrifice." No, I'm just saying, <laughs> right? <laughs> Y'all go gaslight, like, right? Y'all don't, like, kill Bert. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Christina. All y'all do is, so, all y'all do is steal sing money it. instead. Like, it's like, right? He's like, all you guys do is sing and pray. Must be nice. And take my money. Like, <laughs> and take my yes. money. Yeah, and come yes. around with the baskets and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. No. So, he liked your church? He did. Okay. So, he was going to continue, like, going to church with me, being Christians, all that. But... It wasn't enough for his parents. They wanted him to be in church. And he was like the golden star of the church. He would preach there. Oh, oh my God. This is God. like a bit. Oh, my God. That's crazy. So he had like a huge role in this as well, like in his church. In his local church, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, it was a lot. Um, just to fast forward so you guys yeah. get the whole picture. Yeah. Um, a couple years ago, it came out that Joaquin, he... Um, the apostle yes he is he alive he's alive oh he was raping little girls and women and he got away with it in mexico but in california oh they caught him i'm so glad mm-hmm. that's scum so he's in jail mm-hmm. oh period oh my yep. god but oh. i'm guessing people don't people don't believe obviously he's saying it's a lie this isn't no, true that's what's yes. insane exactly. i don't know if that like that broken off uh more i we, we, throwing through shit at the mormons but you know that broken off sector you know what i'm talking about yeah. yeah i forget where in like texas somewhere that like their apostle like it literally came out that he was literally marrying like his like children 14 and getting them pregnant oh, yeah, the and then marrying the daughters a documentary yeah. I think I know what you're talking i'll about. send it to you it's a documentary on netflix but it came out completely that this man is a pedophile like literally disgusting stuff that he was doing under the church's name is in jail and his followers are still going to like yes. write down what he's saying and communicate it. Like the power that this like mind control type of worship thing is like even when they're caught and like like it's so insane to me. Like because they like yeah. really drive the point of like it's always going to be us against everybody everyone again. and like mm-hmm. that's all cults do. It's Pero like it's always that. us against everybody else. But so. yeah, what's so disgusting? Lo que más me duele, like what hurts the most is like hearing that like it's little girls. So like this is a person that I'm sure the the parents of those children and like family of those women trusted. You know that like, and that's what happens a lot in like Lesia. This is one of the things like why like uh, religious institution scares me a little bit. It's oh, because sure. so many people like I would not you know when you think of like religious you know big figures that are like publicly being like trust me like. I got you like we want better for a life instead of like being those parents of those children to find out that like they really like did the worst possible thing that they could do to your child in a place in a community that like was supposed to be protecting them you know that just feels so i oh my god and i think that's what happens with like a, the power because mm-hmm. we give so much power and then like at times to like catholic like catholicism yes. men have the power right mm-hmm. so then when we're giving power to like these like hierarchies and then like they get this like power trip of like i can get away with like anything which is like why all these archbishops were like revealed to have like same thing like molested assaulted raped many different girls i don't like same thing what brenda just said like religion 
itself is beautiful and i think yes. that people i think faith faith is beautiful faith is beautiful and i think so, well sometimes like i think religion itself can be because mm. it's supposed to like the tradition the culture behind of course, it mm. culture and i think the idea of course of community is like embedded us in us as like humans right we want to find like he- like people that we like have similar values and morals to it's then this hierarchy though of like organizationals of what happens in an organization that like changes everything i think i would want to ask you like you know even from like that extreme you know of dedication you know to your faith and like following what you think god wants for you in your life to completely walking away and being like this isn't something i want to be a part of or believe in what was like the moment for you to do that i had multiple moments Mm -hmm. um along my life um when i was a teenager i knew i was gay i knew i was bi and um me and my parents would literally argue about what was in the Bible and how I was like, gay people shouldn't go to hell. Like, but we would fight about it for like hours. And um, I think that kind of pushed me back into the closet. And no. then um, when it, you were fighting, sorry, when you were fighting with the Bible, were you like trying to like take out like specific ver- like verses or evidence to be like, hey, like this isn't support like God would be OK with people that are gay is that yeah. like you know okay okay I just want to it, it yeah it it became a lot for me i felt like i was scammed i've heard of mm. other gay people talk about this and like accepting new modern churches they will have this message that all are welcome everyone is welcome yeah. they put it like out on like flyers and everything yeah they really advertise yes. it they'll put the rate the the lgbt like fly the out fun. too right yeah. and then came the sermon one sunday on gay people and how it's a sin and i was just like wow like me and another kid um they have now transitioned to a male um a man and him and i both were just like what the fuck like we don't agree with this this is fucked up um and we found it weird that no one could ever give us an answer on if it's okay or not but then randomly one sunday the pastor's like nope it's not okay so i don't know i reached a point where david and i were living together this was after we were married as Mm -hmm. like devout christians i cannot stress that enough that same pastor who preached that sermon married me um like i was in it um but it slowly fizzled out there was one day where we were just sitting next to each other and we were like do you pray anymore (laughs) literally and he was like no do you and we both just had an honest conversation yeah um we were very very fortunate to be at the same place at the same time because that's marriage ending for a lot of people yes Mm -hmm. um and Mm -hmm. we were just like we don't really agree with this stuff and then once one thing started another started and then it started snowballing and then we started trying a bunch of churches like mm. maybe it just wasn't the right one um same thing where did you go you tried like modern churches modern okay like, so like non-denominational uh, what's the word something like that yeah yeah exactly um and it just didn't end up working out for us we were like something is different we don't feel this way anymore okay we don't have a connection with god anymore but we were terrified because all of that guilt starts piling in my god and yeah we thought we were punished for smoking weed a bunch of times as teenagers we thought we were punished for having sex as teenagers like we had so much guilt um and we also had guilt leaving the church because what if you're wrong yeah our images of hell are terrifying so like i don't want to be wrong about that um but um how did you cope with like that fear that like specifically with hell you know because i know that like one of the big things about like prayer and the guilt that comes with it or like the fear is the idea of this very specific hell that could be given to you like how did you like was were you guys both able to like comfort each other to be to understand that like that may not be a reality and stuff you know like how were you able to bring yourself out of it so i had to come up with alternatives to hell Mm -hmm. and for him he loves the idea of there being nothing after just like peace you know 
And for what? me, that was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, there's no way. Yeah. Did you go into reincarnation then? Yes. Yeah. How'd you know? Because I think that like, I think everyone has to kind of go through that at some point. Spirituality, religion at some point. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I somebody once told me like energy never dies. Yes. Yes. So, yes. so that made, that gave me comfort to believe like um, me personally, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know my spirit, my essence, my energy is going to keep going. So exactly. did you think like something similar? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> She's like, no, that. <laughs> That's beautiful. But I think it's really interesting that like if you, we have to believe that there, we have to come up with some type of conclusion that gives us some sort of like, <sighs> reassurance because like you know we're all headed towards it regardless you know how did you come into like re- like what made you because he, your partner thought something different so how did you find um i started researching all the other religions i started okay. going to the root of reincarnation and going to what is it called there's a book um particularly in that hindu religion i can't remember what it's called but i started getting into a bunch of books like that um and I also stud- studied atheism for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was atheist. You did your work. Yeah. 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 I was trying to find an answer. And ultimately, I landed on witchcraft. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and David went on the journey with me. Um, um, we both felt super connected to what it. A great partner. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. Like, it really. But real quick, I just want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Let's say that your church at the time did accept lgbtq plus people openly and lovingly do you think you would still be in with the church and at that level of religion now that's really terrifying to think about yeah um i think it would have taken a little bit longer but i do think i would have fizzled out eventually okay because there's a lot of other shit yeah no 100 (laughs) percent for sure for sure and i really want to go into witchcraft with you but i think we should yeah we should take take a little bit of break so we'll be right back okay bye bye We're running. We're running. That was only for young Miko. Oh. That's all we did it for. I love you. Oh my gosh. You know, because I don't need bad money anymore. I have Fiat. Same. Same. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about that really quick? Welcome yes. back. Have you First abandoned all, him? Welcome back, you guys. No, wait. <laughs> have you abandoned him? You're I like, have. I'm done? Yeah. Yeah, basta? Mm-hmm. Same. 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 Welcome back. <laughs> Why did, like, leaving Bad Bunny hurt my heart more than most of my breakups like it was really it's really disappointing just to like see him just like christina's at the best he's a sellout he really just like did you hear his apology or him like referring to it on coachella Mm -hmm. what did you think about it i mean he didn't really say that much that's what i was like i was like i feel like he said a lot without really saying anything Mm -hmm. like he wasn't really addressing any of the stuff and i'm like he what makes me feel like really disappointed and just heartbroken about him right now is I'm like you haven't you didn't have a problem addressing other stuff before, like you had no problem like he t- one of the reasons I respected him was he talked about like, um what's it called when the, like yo pero sola yo pero and sola he was, like, dressed as like a woman and stuff and, like, and then ignorantes ignorantes when he like put the um what's it called her name was Alexa not not un hombre en una falda like talking about trans rights yeah. like he was so open dressing up as a woman like talking about machismo and all the stuff like real issues that like especially women face in latin america and then to going to be like when we're all calling him out on it being like y'all don't know me he also tried to imply though that like the article wasn't real like like things were taken out of context like he also tried to imply like things were not like as what it seemed and i was like instead of implying it just come out and say it because like what brenda just said like you haven't had a problem before my issue also is like you wouldn't be where you were without without latinas without latinas yes you latinas are the foundation and the reason that you are this big we were so supportive of you we loved you because we thought you hurt you saw us like i thought you gave a fuck like if latinas like it latinos are gonna love it like Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. i don't care what nobody says right so like come back like some people are like some people are like oh he's gonna come back he's gonna come back and i'm like no you're changing he cannot recover from this yeah this is bad this is pretty bad this is pretty bad what i do thank him for though at least he did make space for like all these like 
um latinos coming into like the space like raul alejandro's music yes. is like really different from like what reggaeton used to be like pop latino like all these new artists are having like such a bigger platform because of him so we can like stand for like other ones now you know and mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie though if it comes in the club i might shake some ass i'm always gonna shake some ass but it's not like i'm supporting him okay yes i see entonces so now that we're back we kind of like it's crazy i felt like we went from like oh we're just talking about like our relationship so there's a cult and, so there's, <laughs> and now i'm into witchcraft Crap. yeah yes but you were talking about how you were like okay i've seen all these different types of things did you like you went to different churches like you said you've like you did your research you did your research you did your research so where did you find witchcraft yeah i had a best friend at the time she was friends with both of us and um she had been doing witchcraft for a long time um i think it was more inspired by her mom and like little things her mom would do like you were telling me brenda yeah and um she showed me everything she showed me the stores to go to around here dc has a lot yeah and fair we need to go i want to go you want to be a witch yes i definitely feel like i have like probably like a connection i just found out that my uh great grandma was a, a birther in the pueblo so she was in charge of like delivering um all the children like just with like natural herbs i like to calm like pain and soothing and the way she would clean them and stuff and like that's how she made a living when my great grandfather left her uh with like three five i don't know how many children but like that's how she was able to survive and i was like period <laughs> yeah <laughs> this fucking asshole out here but generationally pieces of shit i <laughs> anyways <laughs> that's a thing so your friend and she showed you like the stores yes and so like is there literature on like witchcraft like and where can people find that um you can find it at any local witch store i hate to say it but amazon has yeah. cheap books as well <laughs> for witchcraft wait quick question though do you feel like the connection and like passion that you felt for your faith when you were younger you know in the christian church do you feel that like that that's been failed filled in with like different things or has it been filled in with like your spirituality with witchcraft or like do you think that that like that space still exists i think it hasn't been completely filled in yet Mm -hmm. um because i'm not in the same mentality i don't believe that what i believe is factual i believe that you can prove me wrong at any point in time and yeah i love that for you because I think that that's where people grow the most when they realize like I don't know everything and I'm willing to hear everything. Yeah. Do you? I'm gonna like be like, and I'm gonna continue to ask questions because like, yeah. I'm I also really struggle kind of with like my faith and my spirituality because my mom is very religious, you know, and and I love that she is like that. Um, I, like I like before I leave or before I go on a trip for her to like dame la bendición or do a prayer for me, you know, the basic stuff, right? Yeah. But there's a lot of the things when I try to talk to her about how like my faith isn't that and it's never been that you know and so that's why when i ask you this stuff like i don't want you to think that i'm like questioning and stuff i really want to understand a little bit like so you know when you're like okay well that's not filled and it hasn't been filled because like your mentality is now different like when you know because like we turn to prayer in god when like moments of difficulty and like stress and emotional like what do you turn to now in those moments there's someone called deborah um at our pool studio mm-hmm. and like i said she's from brazil and she's been teaching a lot of us at the studio um how the witchcraft is in her culture mm-hmm. and um i was going through a really bad depression recently and i clung to her i was like can you please like help me and for free she sent me resources um she told me the tools like the ritual that I would need to perform Mm -hmm. to help me feel better. And um, while it didn't cure everything that was going on, um, it helped me. It helped me feel like I was making steps towards that, Mm -hmm. similar to prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, But I haven't experienced prayer at all in the same way. I currently don't pray to anyone. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel burned in that sense. Um, Right now I'm studying deities to see if I want to work with one. But right now, like in the past few years um i was so connected with god that it just felt like i got burned by that relationship and i didn't want to jump into something else no yeah thank you so much for like opening too about this yeah Yeah. um 
I like I, I'm more spiritual in the sense that I genuinely just believe like um, in manifestations yes and like um, the universe always having my good intentions so I don't feel the need to pray genuinely to anything because yeah. I genuinely believe like well one I'm lucky and then that the universe is always like having my back because I say the universe because I never it's not that I um, I was a history major in college and I studied a lot of religion too um, and I came like I would say I'm more agnostic where it's like I have no idea who's out there <laughs> it could be Buddha it could be Muhammad himself like I don't know who I don't know who is in this area I just know that whatever is out there and I just call it the universe like mm-hmm. it's gonna have my right intention do you are you looking for that now in like a sense of like not it being something you said a deity is a deity like something that you were like I'm gonna have put my trust into that or deities work a little bit different in witchcraft okay um because deities aren't all knowing like god is they're not like Mm. the one thing Mm. they can only help you with certain areas okay Mm -hmm. okay and so when you say you're working with one uh you would work with multiple one because they only know one thing about like one thing or um i think it depends on the person i know most people just work with one um for me i haven't even begun that work yet with Mm -hmm. a deity i would have to do a lot of research into that because it's not something that you can just one-off do. What are you looking for in a deity? Um, to get answers on things. Um, if my intuition isn't as clear as I'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, or to learn things from them. What kind of things? Like guidance on where to go um, when I run into problems. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to switch off a little gears on that? Um one of the things I also want to talk to you about uh, was since you've been doing poll and you started doing poll in the DMV, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, having family, I'm assuming that you have a lot of family like in the church um, because you grew up in that. So like when people start seeing that you were doing pole dancing and stuff, how was that like first received? Um, so I told my parents and they didn't really care, but my parents are very young. Mm. So I'll put that out there. Mm-hmm. But I blocked all of their friends <laughs> i blocked them i blocked a lot of people so they would not see um because okay. that makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. um like just thinking about my dad's friends looking at me a certain way is very icky i don't want to think about that yeah yeah no. yeah okay that. and then i know we talked a little bit about um how in your marriage that you and your partner also came out as non-binary well i did he you did, did? Oh, okay how was that like within your relationship how did how are you able to like grow into that and like also like do the self-reflection so much changed like in your life while you were married yeah um like i said we got really lucky um when we were leaving christianity we both were just super honest with ourselves Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're both bisexual so um he understood my perspective completely but i thought i was losing my mind this was during the pandemic um we were all losing yeah Yeah. like i was very confused because my whole life i have mainly only been attracted to women like my crushes on men weren't really like sexual in that nature Um, were they more like nurturing or like what did you seek in like a male i don't know i guess friendship like looking back i just wanted friendship for most of the men that i would become friends with um and sexually, you were like, I'm enticed by women. Yes, and I want to date them. But mm. there wasn't much opportunity as a kid. Um, and he knew that. Um, we both felt like we kind of rushed into it too soon. We should have explored other stuff. Mm, okay. um, but I like finally... explored other stuff as in like sexually with other partners? Or, okay. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever talked about like opening up your marriage to do that? yeah really yeah. Oh, i'm so excited for this um so during the pandemic um we did some research on what polyamory is and mm-hmm. um our thing was we were only going to do it um to explore our sexualities um we weren't going to do it to find another partner mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm that's a good understanding, though, yes. of, like, what you're trying to do. A good line. Yeah. Um, Wait, I'm going to retract on this. Okay. So, I, I, I want to dive into this. So, 
how was this who started like put me in the room okay so like how did this like you sit down and be like listen like you know who was the first person to be like let's sit down and let's have this conversation like what did this even look like to talk about so on tiktok i was on tiktok a lot <laughs> during the pandemic and i got exposed to the queer community i got exposed to polyamory that algorithm bro no it, it, it was knew like, you it knew you yes it's like i know you better than, I, than your church knows you yes and, and the cults like <laughs> And um, David, pretty much, I don't know, we always know the same amount of information, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Um, And I told him, like, I'm really struggling. I feel like, what if I'm a lesbian? Like, (laughs) I can't figure it out. (laughs) um, He's a real one. (laughs) I have a personal question. Mm -hmm. You were like, I wonder if I'm a lesbian. Mm -hmm. Is that because you guys weren't having sex? Or, like... We were having sex, but I don't think that I was enjoying it. You weren't like, I'm not... Yeah. You weren't you felt like something was like missing, missing. Yeah. yes mm. and i was so confused and um i don't know i guess we just we had many conversations about it like should we open it up when should we we started downloading apps talking to other people <laughs> oh <laughs> Yo, maybe maybe i came across your like profile the amount of profiles on tinder that it's like looking for a third, a third. and i'm like hello oh my god <laughs> so uh-huh. we were not that couple <laughs> you guys were individual profiles then <laughs> yes. okay yeah um so i'm so, sorry so this was more of like if we're opening it up it's gonna be you seeing other people completely separate and me seeing other people like not like doing the third they're adding someone new to <laughs> no. that okay cool cool i don't think i'm cut out <laughs> so because so you guys started doing it so we're getting there <laughs> <laughs> i started dating some people not like dating dating but like going on a couple dates uh talking to girls um all that stuff and they were sexy were you and you were feeling it like in the dates also you were like hmm yeah. There, yeah. Okay, good. I wasn't in love with anyone, but no, 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 no. But like sex, like but like you said, there's like a crush, attraction. Yes. Oh, it was yeah. fun. You're like, hot. so, um, flash forward to that. I don't know. I kind of fizzled out. I didn't really want to put like as much energy into it. I feel like so I you ended up sleeping busy. with people. No. So you would go on dates and it just like would you tell yes your partner about about the dates and how they went and like who they were and stuff. Yes. So you guys would actually like come back together and like talk about everything that was going on not everything but i would tell him like yeah i'm gonna go see this person like it wasn't a secret yeah yeah yeah. did um, you feel like jealous when he told you that he was going somewhere you're getting there <laughs> you're like i'm having a lot of fun you should stay your ass at home oh. though <laughs> no literally <gasps> that's that's oh the energy but we go to a party mm-hmm. and um there's this really cute goth girl there and we like kiss and like she's super drunk not super drunk but drunk and like trying to flirt with me she's like trying to have a threesome with david and i <gasps> and then she talks about her boyfriend like oh maybe we could do a foursome and david and i were like mate this sounds really good but we were drinking <laughs> <laughs> you're like but soberly we should get back to this no literally and um he kissed a guy that night too so okay it was perfect situation you guys are all feeling up this is a great party this is a nice ass energy yeah yeah everyone there is super chill um we end up going home we come back we start talking and i start getting extremely jealous just thinking of like them sleeping together like like he said that she was like rubbing her leg on on him mm. she was flirting with me too yeah, yeah, yeah but just the fact that she was doing that drove me up a wall and i was like i can't do this like i can't fucking do this and he's like okay we're never doing that again <laughs> and then Shit. after that um we just communicated with each other like we both agree that if we would have taken it further if either of us would have slept with someone like he probably would have been fine with it but I wouldn't have been able to handle it. I know for a fact I wouldn't have been able to handle it. Mm. I have a question. Would you feel the same way if it was a if you was sleeping with a guy? No. Okay. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's more like what's the part that makes you jealous? Like the comparison between like you and okay. Because we have this like it's weird to say we have the same things to offer. Mm. A man has stuff that I cannot get my partner and i'm cool with that whatever you see it almost like competition 
Yeah. Like, I would always be, I don't know, comparing Comparing. her to me. And you guys were each other's firsts, I gather. No. No? (laughs) Did you not hear about her toxic relationship before? Oh, that's true. That's true. My bad. But y'all were young. Damn. Wait, (laughs) when did you lose your virginity? Late. Like, maybe 16, 17? Oh, mommy. I lost mine at 19. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I was 18. Really? Yeah. Real quick. So, you... So then ultimately you guys just aren't are you guys still open now or are you guys just it was just the dating like the going on the dates and stuff right but mm-hmm. then okay since you guys were feeling like the reason you opened it up was like I feel like we're missing on something like how do you feel now that you guys decided to close it did you Oh yeah we're in a really good spot now um we both agreed that like opening it when your sex life is bad is the worst thing you could do mm-hmm. in a relationship like mm-hmm. your sex life should be fine like, you shouldn't be bringing other people into your problems and your shit. That's a good-ass point. Mm. You would, like, suggest then that people just, like, what What should they do? If you're not going to bring um, somebody in, what would be, like, another solution of, like, how to fix your sex life if somebody was having, like, a bad sex life? Not that you're a sex expert or anything, but, like, <laughs> you're married and maybe you have, like, some thoughts. I don't know. I feel like this is going to be weird, but I feel like a lot of people, like a lot of women don't talk with their partners about what they need Mm. like i heard you guys on the podcast last time talking about like clitoral stimulation and like i feel like a lot of people a lot of men don't even know what that is they don't they don't and like (laughs) (laughs) like, us us both disappointed it's fucking annoying (laughs) us crying like it really pisses me off so much yeah no we we had to have a lot of talks about like what i needed and like just being brutally honest of what felt good um and he could handle that yes good for um because when i was a teenager this is like tmi but no never. nothing is ever never. TMI. you sexy you smart and you tell everything out here mm-hmm. nothing when i was a teenager i would like moan as if it was so fucking good because you learn that in porn yeah and now as an adult i'm like no i'm only moaning when it feels good when i'm getting there <laughs> i'm not gonna do that I'm getting no that period. ass period i was the same way really yeah i felt like i was like trying to give validation yeah because i also think that like at, t- at times i thought sex was more to please him and then mm-hmm. that way i would feel better yeah but like i'm really proud of him for like actually being open and receiving that feedback would you say your sex is now like compared to what you like what it was to now it's probably great yeah insane hell yes (laughs) good but it's just crazy like what you think is good sex as like as your first time or first times so weird no it does change it It definitely does change like they're like what is it i'm pretty sure i mentioned it before but i was only having sex before i knew what an orgasm was Yes. You know, like, I didn't know that, like, I could come. Yes. And I was getting penetrated. And I was like, no, for a fucking long minute, I was like, do I even like dick? Like, because it, it wasn't happening for me. Because when we were in college, I had my other friends being like, okay, it was this good. It was this good. Or, like, the way he put me. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, like, I feel you. I get it, right? But how come I'm not having, like, like, like it's, it's a good experience. But I'm not having that <gasps> moment, you know? Yeah. And... It wasn't, I think we had, we went to like, um, you know, those like in-house for women, like sales about like sex toys and like sex products and aromas and all those things. Mm-hmm. We went to one of those and they had pointed out where our clit was. And I vividly remember, I don't know if I turned to Christina or to like one of our other friends there. And I was like, I don't have that. And then I was like, I for sure. And I, I think it was you that was like, go get a mirror and go check. And then I was like, oh. Okay, and then I went to go to a mirror, and I—I'm pretty sure I was like, I found it, <laughs> and that was the first time I came Baby by myself, clip for the first time. by myself, and it took a long time for another man to actually get me to come. Then, Aww. that's bullshit. I still like—I mean, but yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a good friend for that. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's about to say. Uh, <laughs> It's also because I started masturbating <laughs> really early. Like, I think a little too early. But I did want to go um, kind of into a little bit more of a question for you, too. Um, like, feeling sexy and feeling confident, that has been something I've been, like, just recently really feeling comfortable in. 
you know coming in as non-binary and being like in both genders feeling like you're hot as fuck all the time but how did how do you come into like feeling sexy like what makes you feel you know because i like really don't know much about like that identity and i want to like kind of get your perspective um so feeling sexy um when i was first like coming out as non-binary i looked very masculine then i Mm. had a fade i was really different yeah very different than i look now um i'm gonna fade now and i was thinking about like what i wanted to do with my chest because my chest was becoming a problem for me mentally Mm. um it was just not really a good thing for me i felt like i wasn't in the right body um sorry it's okay i just felt like dysmorphia um Mm. which everyone can relate to i assume but um david was super understanding at the time like i loved when my friends would call me like weird but like a little boy or like uh like little words of validation but now i'm very feminine Mm. now i like stuff that i would like before when i was she her as well like like being called a bad bitch (laughs) (laughs) i like all the affirming shit you say when you're at pole like okay okay all of that stuff is still the same i still feel empowered um i think the way that women do um just a little bit different Mm -hmm. okay okay Mm -hmm. i love that yeah do you think your style changed like after you left like the church yes i yes um like you said my mom was the exact same way the exact same word she would say like you don't have to show everything um leave something to the imagination (laughs) they always say that yep yeah she's like leave a little mystery you know yeah yeah, be mysterious like and again like but they're like coming at it with like the view of like the patriarchy of like Mm. this is like a man is going to respect you more this way because of this right but yeah Um, but 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 your style changed after the church uh how is that because i know that like you just said you had a fade and then now your your hair is um obviously people can't see you but your hair is long now it's like past um, your shoulders yeah how did that like you know all of these have to be different things that you're getting comfortable with how did that like how was that so i talked to you about it um with like deborah and like some of the other witches <laughs> deborah um, really came through i know shout out to deborah, <laughs> like, deborah. but um I had to get comfortable with femininity again. Mm. Um, for me, it was a root of trauma where a man had taken advantage of me. Um, it felt like a weakness. Mm. So I wanted to be masculine. I wanted to get as far away from being a woman and all that stuff. Um, and I realized I was healing when I wanted to wear makeup, when I wanted to be feminine. Pole is feminine sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling sexy, I think that's feminine um i would associate the like changes to pole um i would correlate it as the same timeline because you know pole is kind of political like you were saying like everyone there is very welcoming of gay people um people of any background um and yeah i just felt really comfortable with my body i didn't even give a shit what i look like it was just about what you can do Mm -hmm. and that makes you feel sexy (laughs) it really sounds like you guys are like really like anything i'm taking away from the both of you guys is how much pole is like it doesn't matter what you look like you can change up your look anytime you want you can wear anything not even age matters nothing is mattering because all we care about right now is this pole yeah and like i think and how many spaces do we have like that for women very few so literally zero i can't think of any other place that's what i'm telling you it's such a mind fuck because like i don't think i've ever seen something like this or felt something like this and it's not even just like in virginia Mm -mm. like this was when i was first doing pole in ecuador and then again in the studio um in bolivia there was an all women's gym it literally just became this like space of like just care for women being able to be women you know like it's it's insane but yes it's that's why i feel really comfortable just like being sexy again like mm-hmm. i think within and also again while we, i love that you have such healthy relationship by the way like i love that your partner is there for you and literally like it's nice to see it because i care for you and like personally like in most of my relationships have been completely opposite like there hasn't been a time when like i feel like i can be pretty and sexy and it not make my partner insecure or it not be wow. something that i have to fight for yeah yeah your um your partner when going into that when you said you were going to do poll i'm guessing he was like supportive he never cared 
never cared um yeah. in fact he was very open i thought about doing sex work for a little bit like seriously really wait yeah. what type of sex work would you do an OnlyFans? i would but girl make an OnlyFans. it's just the people from my hometown have told me they would buy it <laughs> if i was married i would do an OnlyFans. you would make money <laughs> just you saying that makes me want to buy it <laughs> i'm opening it today <laughs> no she's not you, so you were thinking but then you were like no 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 que paso Mm-hmm. yeah um just when i was like again juggling with mental health i just don't think it was the best idea wait so the sex work you're considering was it only fans or was it stripping i or like what other there's so many other yeah i would be open to porn only okay. on only fans and i would also be open to uh stripping okay porn as in like with like um your part like dave david as well joining you or like uh, having other people he would be open to joining me but i would be cool with other people too oh my god dude that sounds so that fucking sounds dope. so sad so he's very secure with just his sexuality in general yes um i will say we have the same friend group we've had since we were children well you guys did meet at like 12 years old so <laughs> I get, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i get that and all of us are gay literally all of us are gay <laughs> they literally all like drink the same kool-aid and we're like fuck this shit <laughs> so um yeah being straight is boring like <laughs> to us yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah um he's very comfortable in his femininity being around gay people like a big thing for me i cannot date someone who is uncomfortable around gay men like <gasps> that's actually really common it's very common and it's weird because it's the like the fact that he's that open though, and they grew up in a cult, like that made women. That is, that's this man so treats me so much. To me, why do you think I've been talking about him? I'm like, this is so in, like he's a you one of tell me You gotta have him on. I know he's a four leaf clover. Like that's you don't so find crazy. this often. That's insane. Yeah, mm. and he's not like problematic. He's he actually would be okay with me sleeping with a man too, but I just don't want that <laughs> really wow. yeah. oh you're so lucky i know <laughs> i mean i get it i get it but like damn that freedom i would yeah i, would I couldn't even like a guy's picture bruh are you serious dead ass he literally got upset because it was just like okay well he he was like shirtless and he was hot i did like the picture <laughs> with intentions of him fucking me but that's what? besides the point I like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to even put in like why you like the picture but yeah, no but is, that literally made no him insecure there should be no you just liked a picture of a man and he flipped out yeah that's that's all it was that's That's ridiculous ridiculous. do you have any more questions i don't know what do you do you have any oh my god i feel like i just like i have so many but then i'm like we're gonna keep talking well actually do you have any questions for us um so i know you guys kind of talked about this but like what are what is y'all's type damn what's your type christina i will speak for myself i don't have a type i have recently come to the conclusion that i really want to start dating latinos and that's that's not because they're just my type but it's also because (laughs) i would ultimately like to get married to just somebody in my culture i think it's it's something i've come now really close to yeah but i have slept with everything um (laughs) everything i have yeah my first boyfriend was or yeah my first boyfriend was white black asian you know philippine yeah 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 yeah. i don't i would say i don't think i have a type and like brenda has seen the men in my life i don't think i have a type and she yeah she could tell you fat short tall broke (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. broke too um yeah yeah yeah. i don't think i have a type um i definitely have a type (laughs) 100 have a type um I don't want this to be my type, but I know it is. Oh, it's man. it's definitely like Latino soccer player has a chain. <laughs> added the fuck up, like, and these are often the most insecure. <laughs> yeah, yes. but also best dick. Like I really be just getting it, like, but and <laughs> but that's it. I I I have tried to date like outside of that, and I don't feel like that like fiery intense connection. Like, you know, like I think that type makes me just get excited about being intimate. I don't know. There's something about that right now in my life that I just want constant doses of. Nothing long term. Like, would I build a family with this man? Absolutely not. But a great night, I'm down for that. So that's my type right now. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so, guys much. so much. No, no, no. Thank you <laughs> so much for coming out. I really appreciate it. I honestly really would love to have David on. Yeah. Because there's that. so much. I have so many questions for David. <laughs> 
but thank you again really for coming out no yeah thank you so much again thank you all of you guys for listening and tuning in again um we are going to be back to having one episode a week every wednesday please make sure to press the follow button rate five stars and share with all your bitches or your friends or whoever you want to share it with yeah and if you don't you're just ugly and by the way if you are mormon listen to this i'm we're really sorry (laughs) if you're mormon i don't think it's a cult Come back next week, you guys. Have a good rest of your week. Bye. Allie, any last words? Yes. If you would like to be our third, you can contact me at (laughs) Up to Mars on Instagram. Only serious inquiries, please. (laughs)